podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago on April 1st. Check out the event. It's comedy. When is Edgy Over the Edge? Featuring Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm and the Goldbergs, along with comedian Dwayne Kennedy. Get tickets to this discussion on how comedy is affected by today's social and political climate, hosted by WGN TV's Dean Richards. Ooh, I like Dean Richards. He's always fun. Uh, also coming this summer to the Museum of Broadcast Communication, The Great Debate, an interactive exhibit exploring the influences of television and digital on the presidential debates. For tickets and more info, just visit museum.tv. And Friends is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. The bright side of the President Trump presidency. One is you'll get more exercise. How so? Because your landscaper's gone now and you've got to mow your own lawn. (laughs) Bridge games, you know the card game Bridge, is now much more exciting. Why? Myrtle, what's Trump? A racist. (laughs) Wow. You know what? His candidacy is just worth it for the jokes. Go on. Now when you Google First Lady Bush, you no longer get pictures of Barbara or Laura. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Ann Friends. I'm Tony Lasano. <laughs> hey, hey. Ho, ho. Raise it to the roof. Look at that baby, we're in March now And guess who's back Oh, that was loud It's me, I'm back for my Scandinavian cruise Where's my cheese? Your cheese? Oh, did you think I would have forgotten that? Yeah, the Swiss cheese (laughs) The Swiss cheese from Scandinavia It's in the mail Isn't it, well, unless you state it on your customs It's not illegal, but if you do state it It's not illegal? don't know why you would mail cheese Well, I always think of Parks and Rec when they were like Oh, we brought illegal cheese back from France I'm like, how is it illegal? Are you not allowed to bring it? Some cheeses are dangerous they don't like you importing food unless you've got like a reason. Yeah, especially if it's like live. I mean, in Iceland, I brought back booze. Booze is not really food, Kimmy. Yeah, but, but it's a liquid, and they that's. They don't even let ingestible. you bring that across state lines. How do they let you bring it international? Well, I may or may not have put it on my custom sheet. Oh. I don't remember, and I don't know if they asked, and I may have forgotten. I put chicken on my customs sheet when I came back from China and they pulled Why me the over. Why the frick did you bring chicken back from China? I had little chicken feet. To be fair, it was a I year or so it ago. It was about so. a year ago. This well, was- I wasn't meaning with connection. I was more confused <laughs> of like, I was thinking like chicken, like fried chicken or like a chicken breast. I'm like, why are you bringing something no, you can buy like, at the grocery store here? They were like pre-processed one? gelatinous chicken feet. Oh, I remember you having those. Yeah. Those things were, they were not, terrifying. I still have some at my house. You still have them? Are they even yeah. good? They can't Probably be Probably not, but I mean, it's a little, it's a little, you know, thing to remember my trip. I don't think you can keep those for very long. I probably won't. I don't think you should. Hey, let's, uh, let's introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Tommy. One time, I saw a duck. Ooh. Did it make you go quackers? I went positively quackers for ducks. Yeah. That's my bio. Wow. 
On that note, I'm Kimmy, and I am proud to say I finished The Witcher 3. Hey. It took me a little bit of time, but I finished. It's a video game? Yeah. Nice. I'm so happy. I was like waiting. It like took me almost like all winter long because, you know, you have to do life and everything in this podcast got in the way. But, you know, I finally finished, and I'm so excited. Oh, that's great. I wish I'd known you were doing that. I would have said stay home. Like, this is just more important. Yeah. I'll tell you next time I play that's an important video game. Well, I'm waiting because they're going to have uh, Animal Crossing coming out that, soon. That's what I'm waiting for. That thing's going to, like, bring yeah. me down. I'm man. doing Luigi's Mansion right now. I switched Ooh, to that. Because <laughs> two, pe- two people on one Xbox, you know, one doesn't really work out. So I switched to the uh, Switch. Nice. Can we just be a gaming podcast now? Because I can do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> we have a gaming segment. New segment, gaming. Uh, we'll do it. <laughs> And I'm Sam. I enjoy playing card games, making food, and discussing the geo and discussing the geopolitics of turn of the century North Africa and its relation to the political climate of Europe. So I'm going to hit the most interesting thing in this sentence: Which card games do you play? Um. Well, right now, Magic: The Gathering, because I'm a sad, sad man. Feel that we all have a phase. Yeah. <laughs> so I far, I haven't gotten into it, but I let my boyfriend get into it. They actually just planned. They're like, we set a date for our next one. So I'm like, so you're gonna be gone for six hours? Stay, are you? Stay away. Stay away from. Stay, stay, stay away. away from Magic. I actually pull him out of wait. It. The drug. I, no, he plays D and D. I've played Magic: The oh, Gathering. I hated it because I didn't understand good. it as much. But I loved the side something that was like Magic: The Gathering. It was like a minion something. It was like a dulled version Magic of the Magic the Gathering. No, it was like it was a different name, but it was like it had the concept of Magic the Gathering, but not as complex because sometimes the cards are super hard to understand. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's a few kind of games that yeah. kind of follow the style. Like Hearthstone's kind of similar. I play yep. Gwent. Uh, I'm a big I fan. love Gwent, but also they also I don't know Gwent. Gwent and Witcher. So well, yeah, I mean, was Gwent funny. was originally in Witcher Three, was yeah. invented for. Then yeah. they expanded on it and made a whole standalone game. I would totally game. play oh. Gwent. Let's just do a Gwent game here. Can, oh my God! Download the app. It's free. Oh my God! There's a app. Oh. Yeah. You can get it on uh, on PC on on Apple. I know it's coming to Android this month. So we've just yeah. turned into a gaming for, for, show. We're just a gaming podcast. For, for those of you with me who don't know what Gwent is, just coast on by. <laughs> it's a great Ride card game, and if you're gonna play it, let me refer a friend you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, what's our sponsor today? Gwent. <laughs> oh wait, Kimmy! Actually, don't download it until um until I refer a friend you because then we both get a bunch of rewards. God damn it! I found it though, by the way. Yeah, we're we're, all, we're totally doing this. Oh now. my god! I've been waiting for an excuse to get back into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get it too, I guess. I'll you be do. your excuse. Yeah. You yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. After the show, we yeah. we do this. Um, this is so exciting. So, cool. <laughs> and it's great that it's our sponsor now today. I'm it's actually now our sponsor. Yeah, I'm going to keep bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> and Samuel know. will know nothing. <laughs> well, on that note, guys, let's get into some news today. Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. News, news, news. All right, guys. News, 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 news. Now to the topic <laughs> we can't ever escape. Coronavirus. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you know, I have been extensively following the lore of coronavirus, and I have found it so entertaining. I mean, that's one way to put it. I, I like. Guess. I think they did a good job writing its backstory. Yes, and uh, I'm waiting for season two. Mm. Well, I hope that season two ends in a good note with it being over. Just as long as they bo- don't botch like the series finale. Yeah. 
I'll be fine with that. If coronavirus could be a Netflix series, and just after season two, they go, never mind, screw it. <laughs> that would actually be ideal. Yeah. Well, what I want to focus on a little bit more is the hand sanitizer and the sanitizing of things. Because you guys know how hand sanitizer right now, if you go to a store, it's sold out. If you go online, it's, like, super expensive. So there's actually ways to create your own, right? Well, if you use Tito's, they recommend you don't because it's actually not, um, it doesn't have the right amount of alcohol for it. Really? The CDC says you need to have 60% alcohol to make it hand sanitizer, but there's only 40% in Tito's vodka. Interesting. Yeah. So apparently, even though they say alcohol, you know, is, you know, a sanitary thing, Tito's is not. You can't ever use that on a wound. It won't do shit. I would still pour alcohol on a wound. I do it in movies. My plan was never really to just pour vodka into open wounds. Like, if I get shot, I'm not just like, bring the vodka. But, well, okay, I mean, no no more for the wound. No morphine, only vodka, goddammit. It's like, let me get drunk first. Take the pain away. We were trying to save this man's life, and he kept talking about vodka. (laughs) That's the worst part, is now that I've had this conversation, I'm going to be sitting there dying of blood loss, going, mm, Tito's. <laughs> no, you got to say, no, Tito's. They only got 40%. Not, don't, just don't bring me Tito's. They're like, dude, we're doing, we're asking if you want morphine, not Tito's. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you're going to try making a homemade remedy with it, which I never thought about doing, because, I guess. I think it would be interesting to try. To make a homemade hand sanitizer? Yeah. I've seen people do it. I know basically it's like uh, aloe vera and rubbing alcohol or alcohol and stuff. I saw someone make something on it. You know what I'm surprised is that people are using Tito's when they could just go to CVS and buy like ethanol. I know. Like like you get way harder stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean. It doesn't taste as good. Tito's is probably cheaper maybe. And you could probably drink it. I mean. There's other ones, but you have to have a certain percentage. But what's what's also it kind of fulfills like an inner desire I've always had to like drink uh, hand sanitizer because it looks pretty tasty sometimes. Oh God! But you never really get allowed to. I think once you change it from vodka to hand sanitizer, homemade or otherwise, you should not drink it. Oh, it's just aloe vera and alcohol. Samuel, in my bag right here, I have some hand sanitizer. Would you like to drink it? Don't. We're not doing taste testers with this right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, it's aloe vera one. It's hand sanitizer with aloe vera. Don't encourage him. So, I mean, if you think it, does this, does it really look appetizing? Yeah, uh, that one's kind of a plain one. But if you find one that has, like, little balls in it, like, you know how, like, sometimes they have, like, the little balls in the hand sanitizer, and it looks like, it looks like a tasty little treat. You think, no. you're just going for some boba tea? Like, yeah. yeah. I think of the office with Meredith when she actually did put hand sanitizer in her hand and just licked it. All the way through. Oh. Did you ever see that episode? Oh, no. She did that, and I was just like, man, I I don't know how someone could do that. That might have Samuel, I guess, because. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying I've always wanted to do I'm it. I'm glad all the Walgreens and stores are out of it just so you can't do it. I got a friend in my D&D game. We have to keep trying to swat dice out of his hand because he'll keep trying to eat them. And now he's doing it with, like, he brought, like, a bath bomb the other day, and he was like, this looks delicious. And we're like, no, <laughs> you're not eating bath salts uh, in my apartment. I don't, I want to keep my face attached uh, to my skull. Good God. 
Well, okay, we're going to move on to more weird people. Let's go into a weird vegan or an annoying one. Ooh, my favorite type of vegan. <laughs> so there is this vegan who decided to write a letter to her neighbors basically stating that she goes running at dinner time, And, you know, with the season getting warmer, she's asking them to please close their windows when they're grilling. And if they do decide to grill outside, to only grill plants on there because the smell offends her. It's not your property. I'm, I, I it's just, not your property. I want to read this note just because it's interesting. I'm going to read the full length of it. Okay. Please close your windows when cooking meat. That's the headline. What's up, neighbors? One love. As a vegan, one, love. <laughs> one love. That's her name? <laughs> well, that's, that's what she did. She's like, what's up, neighborhood? Comma, one love. Uh, that's how oh she starts God. this. Who in the 21st century still says one love? <laughs> Vegans. As a vegan runner, it's really hard for me this time of year when the weather starts warming up and folks start opening their windows. Several uh, nights a week, uh, I'm out running around dinner time, and when people have their windows open, I can smell what they are cooking. No. I've noticed a sharp... It, uh, I've noticed a sharp uptick recently in the smell of folks cooking meat, and it can oh, be quite overpowering. God. Quite honestly, the odor is offensive, and I'm hoping our community can have some empathy for its hashtag plant-based oh, neighbors oh. by closing their windows if they're cooking meat and only putting veggies on their barbecue. I don't want to be a stereotype. You so are. I won't go into detail on why the odor of cooking animals is offensive, but I encourage ah. you do your research and join the movement. Oh, do your research, lady. Do property research those people own that land they can do whatever the hell they want to on it except murder people that's well that depends well, it's but, true <laughs> that changes state by state but um i uh, i feel like this is a situation where she keeps rolling by and just, sausage and just, it's, like, it's like when you quit smoking but then you smell someone smoking a cigarette yeah. and just, like, you're like temptations. secretly yep, yep. It's back. It, it's really it's not about her being vegan. It's the fact of yeah. I want you to get the ta- temptation away from me. Well, she's blaming everyone else. She's I... like, please, if you could, just for me, like not cook meat outside. It's like, lady, like I I have absolutely nothing against veganism. I think no. it's great, and I'm just too weak to do it. Yeah, uh, it's a life. <laughs> it's a life choice. Yeah, but yes. I, it, don't don't. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, whatever life choice you make, don't be a pain in the ass. Yeah, don't be the problem. Right? And also, like, when you think about it, why would someone buy a grill to only put plant-based items on there? Because most of the time, the people who have grills do it for the meat. Exactly. <laughs> and I love seeing the people, because she posted this out, this was posted out on twi- Twitter, because, you know, someone got a hold of it. And people responded by saying, even a girl pregnant was like, I was ill by the smell of coffee, but I didn't tell people to stop drinking it. Yeah. There was a chef who decided, a barbecue chef who was like, it's hard for me this time of year when the weather starts warming up and vegan runners start running by my window yeah i like that one it's just you know what you know what the vegan runner needs nose plugs some nice nose plugs that you know convert the smell of meats into vegetables or just get the swimming plug like the one that goes over your nose so you can't breathe in you know what if she wants her life to be just like horribly bland then just get bland nose plugs yeah. Sam's going on Shark Tank next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have nothing against vegan people, too. So I mean, I mean, in the hard part, I love I how great. she says, yeah, I don't I mean to be great. stereotypical, and it's like... No, but you, she's going to yeah, power but, through. Yeah. <laughs> you re- yeah I don't like, mean to be that, she she's also self-aware. ends off on that. She, like, did the whole thing of, like, saying, please don't do that. I don't mean to be stereotypical. It's like, yeah, you meant it. 
You just put this at the end to save your ass. I don't mean to be stereotypical. However, my DNA test just came back and turns out I'm 100% that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just news of the stupid this week. Yeah. Jeez. I just, I'm glad I don't have any vegan neighbors. Because <laughs> my neighborhood, we like cook meat outside. You have people always cooking meat. Um... They would die. It doesn't even matter if they're vegan. Really I just die, hope you don't have any asshole neighbors. That's the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Right? It's more of the people like, hey, you're leaving your dog shit in them, someone's yard. I'd be more like, that's when you write a note to the neighborhood. Like, please stop leaving your dog shit on well, my yard. That's why I leave my dog shit in the stairwell. Catches them off guard. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No one knows who left it there. <laughs> then it's the guessing game of who dog did it. So what if it's right outside my apartment door? That, that's just coincidence. I love the idea of who doggy done it. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a dog all. It's an anthropomorphic dog version of Clue. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, it was Rover. I think in it, the playpen, with the red ball. <laughs> uh, he was the good boy. Oh my god! <laughs> Such a good boy. Speaking of doggy doo doo. Oh god. Oh. Why don't we talk talk? About Florida. Mm. I was mm. waiting to see how you Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida. No, we do this And bit. friends. What's wrong Our with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We I'm do pretty this sure bit. you said that exact phrase to the letter last week. He did it every single time. Does it's a new it phrase time? now. He yeah. does it every time. Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing okay. it every single time. I'm it's sorry. a recurring... Well, I mean, if you were it's here last week, you would... You know, you didn't take your vacation... I pay attention in minimal spans of time. In a couple weeks, he's going to say that, and I'm going to repeat this comment, and I want you to point this out to me. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting into Florida. Hey, I got one about coronavirus, too, if we don't mind. It just, it's the big thing. You got to talk about it. It's too current not to. Exactly. It, sure, it won't, you know. Our episodes won't be listenable in, like, a couple months unless coronavirus is still around. Our episodes aren't listenable next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Representative Matt Getz gotta pass gas masks, then coronas funding. What? Then corona funding. That was totally unintelligible, but that was the title. Uh, anyways, there was a representative from Florida, and it. It, he's taking the better safe than sorry approach to coronavirus, even when he's voting on it. Because he got himself a ma gas mask that could fight off the plague. A gas mask? Can he, it? Well, <laughs> he went into Congress on Wednesday uh, when they were going to pass an $8.3 billion uh, dollar corona uh, emergency coronavirus fund, which makes me think, where does this money come from? Uh, but Your taxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he came into Congress with a full-on gas mask on. What's pretty interesting, though, is a camera guy comes up to him and says, Hey, uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think that Donald Trump should get himself one of these high-tech masks? And he jokes saying that uh, he remembers that the Donald is a huge germaphobe. So he probably should. Really? Yeah. I'm putting on hand sanitizer as we speak. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, I don't know why I, germaphobe I, I, is the last thing I'd expect. I would expect that of the big D. The big D. I mean, but he goes to some tanning beds. Do you know how many germs are probably in those tanning beds? No, tanning beds are not 
cans full of orange paint. Yeah, I was going to say. That well, feels then more he like does spray, spray tan, and you know how yeah. bad that is with the chemicals in it? Can't be good. Yeah, but the, I think the chemicals and the radiation that comes off of him probably kills more germs than attracts more germs. Well, it mostly just kills um, the spirit of the young. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of siphons the energy out yeah. of children. Well, that's why he looks so young, you know. Well, he mostly uses he? Betsy DeVos as a proxy who just has a corral of children yeah. that she just stabs a claw into and draws the life force from. Well, that explains why we haven't seen many photos of him visual. reading uh, books to children in schools, because if they actually took the photos, it would be a whole bunch of lifeless bodies lying around. <laughs> I would want to just see yeah. if he would smile around those kids or if it would just be like a scary <gasps> glare down at them. That's a little tangent, but I've never seen the man smile. I was going to say, has, can anyone recall like the man smiling? I've seen kind of a smile out of like out of like a laugh when he says something he finds funny but it's not like a smile it's more of like a smirk it's kind of like a <laughs> he's kind of one of those people that'll do like a quick one but go instantly back to i need the intense stare face yeah. and you're like does your face hurt no wonder he has so many wrinkles he and does look like he's This has just gone funny. into Florida to let's talk about Trump's looks and Danny. We've gotten real political well, this episode. Look, I'll, I'll end this. I'll end this story with uh, that's one way to pass gas. I forgot totally back around. Right, it was a pretty good one, right? Because they're passing a law. He's wearing a gas mask. He passes gas. I'll, 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 I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll oh, give you a golf clap. Uh, next story and last story. Um. Uh, the the uh, article title reads, That's not body spray. Duvall student mistakenly spritz himself with pepper spray, sending 40 others to the Ooh. hospital. You know, I've always not personally wanted to experience pepper spray, but being near someone wants to watch them experience it. Yeah, I haven't been That sounds so spray. terrible. Yeah. But. Uh, it's, the, it's that weird morbid curiosity where I'm like, I right. don't, don't want to get pepper sprayed. But what does it feel like? <laughs> it's like it's like tasing yourself. It's Next like, week we yeah. test it out and we see. No, I'm just kidding. Next you week on I do have pepper spray. Yeah, we could do that. I Taste do testing. have it. Oh, wait, is it pepper spray or is it mace? No, it's actual pepper spray. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Apparently, pepper spray expires. Yes. Yeah. So I have expired pepper spray. So, but it still comes out. So what does that mean? Does it still? You have work? a can full of what could possibly be a dud pepper spray. If well, then we gotta test it out then. If you get mugged, they're no longer legally responsible for the fact that the pepper spray didn't help. Yeah. Well, shit, if that happens, no one will know, and then just be like, I'd either be dead or... I don't know. So get new pepper spray. <laughs> All right. I didn't buy Did the you have one. to take a class? For the pepper spray? <laughs> yeah. No, I just bought it at a hardware store. No, actually, I got a gift from someone who worked at a hardware store. Because my sister had to take a class from Mace, I think. Really? You can. Uh, I think it's probably state by state. I think so. Interesting. See, she she lives. I don't know. Where does she live? She lives. Well, she was in Maryland right? at the time when she oh, got it. So okay. I think she had to get like a certification or something. Oh, that's weird. Um, anyways, into the story. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, when a seventh grader sprayed themselves with what officials say the students thought was body spray, they got more than they bargained for, including civil citation. Uh, a Highland Middle School seventh grader was issued a civil citation after uh, unintentionally exposing more than 40 other classmates to pepper spray. And it turns out he just wanted to smell nice. While it's not a criminal offense, pepper spray of any quantity on campus is a prohibition item under the Code of Student Conduct. But if he didn't know it, it seems like kind of like a botched deal right there. Yeah, I mean, there's a... There's a lot of problems with this. <laughs> well, he also, uh, 
uh, I mean, just to put it on a list of other things that are prohibited by the school, pepper spray is along with pocket knives, paint guns, mace, and other objects. I'm surprised they don't have n n knives. It's knives is the plural of knife. Um, thinking it was body spray, the student who took the canister actually sprayed himself as if he were applying body fragrance products. The gymnasium was evacuated and ultimately 41 students were transported to the aerial hospitals for care. I'm also just imagining this being like those teens like in high school that had Axe body spray who just mm -hmm. sprayed it like... Yeah, but that's what they probably did with the pepper spray. They pretty much yeah. just like gassed the whole locker room. You this know, guy... he was probably the worst out of all of it because it's on him. Yeah, this guy probably just thought it was the worst scent of Axe ever. Right. And I... Uh... He's like, this really smells bad. I'm gonna try and double check. Oh, God. That's so weird, though, because last time I sprayed my pepper spray it came out not like a perfume or a body spray. It came out more of like a wet stream? Yeah, it's like, Does a, that make it's sense? like a straight Sounds it's like expired. a straight line. <laughs> no, it was before it no, was expired. That's how it works. It's like a straight line. Yeah. It just like spurts it out. See, yeah. I wasn't wrong. I know, I'm just screwing with it. Uh, all, all, the, all the students uh, exposed to the pepper spray were treated and released by Friday afternoon. The That's district good. said that it had increased security presences uh, in the weeks uh, in the weeks following the incident. There will now be a security guard in every locker room. Exactly, in every locker. Every locker, just waiting for you. Uh, it's, it's middle school, not just the worst. <laughs> all I have to say is that's one spicy meatball. You know what I wonder? It, does it say in the rule book you can't bring pepper spray to school? Like, I've, if you think about back in the, when you were in school, I know they said don't bring knives or weapons. Pepper spray is technically a self-defense item, though. I would say it's still a weapon. Well, you, you also but in Chicago, like, people take it around to feel safe, so I feel like pepper spray would be, like, the least... It wouldn't well, be, like, stated. Also, it's lower it, on the list, for sure. You also sure. have to remember when we went to middle school, we were in the heyday of safe schools, and now it's kind of a little bit different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. at least he brought that and not other weapons. But he also did I it. Know if I he did it unintentionally. <laughs> there was so. a kid who brought uh, who brought a knife to my school. Really? He also brought coke one day. Ooh, like the Coca Cola like... or the drunk? No. <laughs> That's a weird middle school, man. It was a really weird middle school. An eighth grader brought coke and a knife. Well, I remember. Uh, How was his home life? I can't imagine awesome. <laughs> I remember hearing stories about kids at my old middle school who brought, like, weed to school, like, pounds of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was so sad. The other day on my Snapchat, I have a friend from back home, and she had this bag of, like, <coughs> it was, like, cashew nuts, and it was, like, a cool little flavoring, and I was like, oh, man, that looks cool. But then she showed the inside. It was not cashew nuts inside. I was like, oh, that's another flower. I did not Ooh. see that coming, and I was like, oh, this looks so delicious. I got punked. I tell you about that the kid right. in my high school who got busted with heroin. Oh, no kidding, really? Was this in middle school? No, high school. Okay, at least it was older. Yeah, but it was so much heroin it counted as drug trafficking. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god! Didn't you grow up in like some small town too? I know these were the these were the crazy things yeah, that happened. Well, that's the thing you got to watch out for small towns. They got the worst problems because they can just be sneaky yeah. about it. Like the drugs. Dude, the suburbs suburbs of Baltimore, man. Once again. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, if you like and friends, but then be sure to check out some other programs on the Radio Misfits podcast network, like Lasano and Friends, an Opie show. Joan. Join Tony Lasano. Join, God damn it! Join Tony Lasano and his famous friends for a casual comedic conversation about everything. 
And I mean everything. And you get some familiar voices in there, right, and gentlemen? A, and a new host, a new co-host, yes. Meredith. Ooh, yeah. Meredith's funny. Yeah. I don't know, though. I feel bad I haven't I gotten know? to meet her yet. I've missed her every single time when she was on there. I've heard she's done she great. I've me. heard the show, and I hear it's amazing, and I, I can't wait for the next one. I mean, you were there when we... When we did the interview with her the first time, right? Yeah. Oh, I was there for when she was on as a guest. Yeah. yeah. But now I, I, it's different when it's hosting. It is different, for sure. Yeah. It, she brings a nice twist she, to the she show. She brings a really good energy mm-hmm. to the show. If you nice. want to, so If you want to go listen to it, all you have to do is go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. That's right. I just wanted to get that in there. I'm sorry, gentlemen. I know we can go long. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. (laughs) Do you want to just be with Steve saying sexy? I would always be with Steve saying sexy. Well, you want to know what's sexy, guys? Oh, God, I can't do it. Sexy. This is more coronavirus, but coronavirus porn. We're going to die. But this is porn. Corona, we're is... gonna die while having sex. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> on Pornhub right now, there's a trend in uh, coronavirus porn. It's going viral. Oh, that is just genius. I actually started I watching love that. it. That's where it looks like the Grudge Lady who's giving head. I know that was just very distinctive right off the bat. But there, uh, Vice put out the story that I was able to find on it, and there's actually a link to it if you really want to find it. I don't recommend it i guess uh, um oh this is wow that is intense it's literally so i swear it's like the patient oh jesus it's oh god okay so i'm looking at it from from kimmy's perspective and it's the pov of the patient if yeah i was gonna say it's a point a of view hospital it's a point of view of someone wearing a, uh it's the mat like the body suits um and the gas mask when it starts off it's they're walking through like an empty building it kind of has that the weird part of this it kind of has like a zombified feel to it like hey we're going through a zombie movie the sound actually if you play it just sounds like a horror movie sound like this you know the most fucked up um, but basically the porn is this man in the suit walking through in his view finding a patient and it kind of looks like the grudge she's just black haired you don't really see her face it's very ill lit in this video um and you know then sex starts happening which also the whole point of coronavirus is not to have contact so this is the opposite any of you boys want to chip in that, now that doctor's not doing the right job hold on though i like the i like this part um <laughs> they said that the video was inspired by old delta airlines safety videos uh <laughs> the primary goal of their video which they shared full length for free was to help inform viewers about proper mask usage and how the virus spreads I don't think it normally spreads this way because I also don't think they would slash a hole for their dick to come out of a safety suit. Listen, we still got to make it fun. <laughs> well, I love I love uh, on the the top of the article they have someone who's having sex on a gamer chair with coronavirus. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> gamer care gamer chairs come in one color. It's black with red accents. It's the only color oh, they yeah. ever come in. Someone makes a blue one, they'll make a million dollars in a week. <laughs> This is genius. This is marketing at its finest. Who wouldn't want to watch a coronavirus porno? Me? I don't know. Just the I one mean, that... I just watched it, but that was just for research purposes. 
Yeah, sure. sure. I literally watched it where Samuel can see it in this room, which also makes me really worried if Wi-Fi's can definitely... Oh, there's another one in this story, too. Yeah, there's, like, multiple ones. It's oh, just... but that was... See, one of them is the educational one that he's talking about with littlesquirts.com. <laughs> yes, it says it in the video. I That's... don't like that name. I don't <laughs> like that name. <laughs> that one actually is the educational one. And then there is one that literally is that creepy grunge one that I was just describing. That one, I think, is the one that is more ooh, like that one's intense man it like, is intense I, I don't and it's really weird because it's like just this girl in a white shirt like i said she looks like the grudge this is a horror movie in my that's mind. actually a thing though horror porn i was about to say that sounds like an interesting well, genre horror porn it's a thing i don't want to be scared with porn but if yeah. you're watching it for the story yeah i mean i don't know i'm not yeah i've never been all that invested in the plot but honestly that's are. the only reason i can do porn Really? It's for the plot. Really? I mean, because if not, I don't like to just look at them instantly being like, go, go, go. And I'm like, eh. So you're actually interested in, in like the whole story yeah. on the casting it couch It gets really weird. Well, not really. We don't go that far because the casting couch is weird. I kind of have to, yeah. like even the stepmom, stepbrother thing is weird, but it's kind of like interesting yeah. in a way. Like the step siblings are always funny because they do so. I think it's also funny to critique and laugh at the stupid acting. Oh, the sure. acting is so funny. So I'm always yeah. just like laughing and then I just get distracted. So I don't want to like, I'm just watching this now for like the stupidity and thinking. If you ever go on Pornhub's uh, funny category. Yo, they have yeah, a too. funny category? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've oh seen god. Bigfoot fucks the maid part two. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you know what's Jesus. funny that we're talking about the porn. Like I had this one that I wanted to do also for today, or instead. But I mean, who could not pass up? You know, Corona porn. There was this study that I found that one in three young adults believe porn has affected their sexual preference, and in a that. survey they found that out. And I can totally see that. Absolutely, I think it's. I think it's most people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for Well, it's sure. because what you see, like, that's how some people get interested in, like, maybe trying new things or sometimes, like, where they go too far with things, mm, maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, even just, like, you just go down a rabbit hole and you end <laughs> up watching something and you go, I wouldn't like this. But you watch it out of curiosity and you go, ooh, but do I? Maybe then, yeah. you know, you end up. That's, you when you, that's, when, that's when you go a little bit too far and then you see seafood on your screen and you're like, how did I get here? I don't want to. I don't want to look at shrimp anymore. This is. Yeah. I've I was thinking about like with the food guilty. with it. I don't think I would be like, oh, we're gonna use some like whipped cream in this. Oh, they're gonna go get some fried chicken and get intimate with that. I don't well, know. I understand whipped cream, but fried chicken's a little too far. That's a little too much oil for me. I'm worried about getting you know like pimples or something. But what about naked sushi? Now naked sushi's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. Think of all the hair that could get in there, because you gotta you cover your pubes with it. Like when you see them actually do the naked Kimmy, sushi. When it comes to porn, there ain't no hair. That's, that's also true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I would bathe in depends. there if it wasn't expensive. I don't want to be hairy anywhere. I got really confused. I thought you said you. I, my brain went bathing and then hair, and I was like, you would bathe in like hair. No, nair. I want to. I want. Oh, that's such a disgusting I'm, smell. I'm, I'm reading this. I don't know what it I'm reading like. the statistics on this story, and this is the most. <laughs> this is the saddest thing I've read. It says a quarter of the thousand young people uh, asked. A, a quarter of the thousand young people who were interviewed said that having sex was not as good as they expected. Yeah. 
That is a shame. Well, it's because you see it in the porn, and the porn is fake, and they're just like, make it look so amazing. Like, wow, they look like they're really having fun, when really, it's it's all fake. Like, have you watched, I've watched, this is terrible, I've watched more porno documentaries about the porn industry than actual porn. Oh, that's not sad. That's very interesting. It is. But it's it's sad hearing, like, some guys are like, yeah, it's hard because you have to have the money shot, and sometimes you have to take a pill, and that affects you over time. And girls even are just like, you know, it's hard for them because, you know, you're trying to be aroused, or you're trying to pretend like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's so yeah. many documentaries on it, and I loved it. It's so weird it's to such watch a it, though. Weird industry. Yeah. I give them props, though. What's that? I give all the people in it props. I, I give the actors props. Well, yeah. you know, the industry has changed so much since its inception. I mean, like, pornos in the 70s were actual movies. Like, people went out to go see them in movie theaters. That's true. You'll tune in, like, halfway through it. Like, you'll start a video. They're already in. Like, and you just, you're just here for a job at this point. They, yeah. they actually, in one of the documentary ones, it's a show, and they did an episode all about the director and doing the camera lighting and all based on that and her mother actually was the first female photographer for Playboy. Wow. Oh. So I, if I could think of the show off the top of my head um, I would but well, Playboy is not necessarily porn. But it's she, more that's, that's where she started with it yeah. though but that's how her daughter sees porn though as she's doing it as her doing it now she's trying to make it more of an art form. There was literally one of the directors because it was all about directors she literally did it just for women to enjoy she even told the guy she's like I don't want you to come. I don't want you satisfied. This is satisfy the woman not you wow. i was like damn this woman she's just in there she's like this is for women like this is women porn not for guys they're not supposed to be satisfied she's like they get satisfaction all the time women it's harder so that's why it was, that's it was some, interesting that's some real denial it, stuff right there that was always my rule you guys get more satisfied than women come on I'm not, no. don't even lie Lady come first before man. Okay, that's not always true. Sometimes you guys... Wait, okay, that came out wrong. I meant lady priority before man. Yeah. True. That, that was always my rules. I was like, listen, you give me like two minutes in a wet sock. I'm, I'm out of here. So <laughs> like, you just... We'll, we'll focus on you. We'll get you where you need to go. <laughs> I respect you. You, pay, you paid for the ticket. I'm going to get you to your destination. <laughs> Hey, we're on a tight time schedule right now. We got to get to Albuquerque by 5. I run sex like a German train schedule. At 3.15 p.m., you will ejaculate. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys remember when the network said we got too raunchy? Uh, yeah. Yep. I hey, was going to say, this well, one got I was really about raunchy. It. I was, I was going to say, all this porn talk, uh, you know, it's... Got me, got me a little crazy right now, so I'm gonna have to take a break. I think we should take a break. You take we need a, all cool yeah. off. Take some. We cold should take showers. a quick break. Let's do a little bit of an ad break. Jan, and, you wanna, uh, you wanna take a break? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna take a, a break. break from us. Yeah, just no. Well, we gotta take a break. Let's take a quick break. Get ourselves, you know, not so hot and heavy anymore. You know, we'll be right back. What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity minutiaman interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and she shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutiaman Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Lasano and Friends. I do this podcast. Really? Yeah, you should listen to it. What's it called? Well, Lasano and Friends. Lasano and Friends or Lasano and Friends? No, it's Lasano. It's totally different. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man. It'd be nice if Tony were actually here today for this uh, promo we're doing. No, I think a promo stands on its own better when the star of the show is not in it. 
whatsoever. Oh, wow. Are we friends with each other or just Tony? I'm friends on Facebook. Yeah, we're hey, friends hey, on hey, Facebook. Quite, quite, quite. Well, yeah. Lasano and friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. So is this really a promo? <laughs> How long are we going? <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Oh, I am exhausted now. What did you do? <laughs> I had to take a break after that. <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. Jeez, I don't even know how I can finish a show. I just finished myself. <laughs> and this is where we get to raunchy with the show. <laughs> we were supposed to come back clean. Uh, well, I am clean now. Um, hey. Uh, oh, you're dirty. <laughs> hey, let's go into uh, next week today, huh? Thank God. It is, it is time. time. For next week's today. Hey, I got I got all of the great history of what happens next week today. You know how the segment goes, right, Tommy? Oh yeah. Right, Kimmy? Oh yeah. Alright. Right, listener. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're on board. Hey, March 18th, just starting with that. NATO was invented. You guys Ooh. you guys know NATO? Yeah. The North Atlantic Trade. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization. That's what I said. Yeah, they were made March 18th, 1949. Uh, it was put together by World War II allies. And uh, apparently Moscow called it a weapon of war. I could see that. I don't know why. I mean, they just finished the war. We had one. I don't know why we have to make a whole bunch of treaties, but, you know, that's just how it goes. <laughs> we all have to agree not to shoot each other for a few more years. Yeah, right. <laughs> if only Korea didn't happen three years later. Womp womp. Hey, moving along, March 19th, the greatest invention of man was invented. March 19th, 1918, daylight savings time. Boo. You know they're trying to stop this? Yeah, I know. In Illinois, I, know. At least. I think they should. You know, we, ha- we just went through daylights. And uh, also on the same day in 1953, one of the greatest uh, and still the greatest uh, television shows that exist. It happens once a year. Um, has the highest ratings ever. Um, the first ever broadcast of the Academy Awards. Oh. Oh, and the greatest show on earth won the Oscar for Best Picture. Well, once the Oscars gave an Academy Award to Suicide Squad, I kind of just gave up on Wait, them. Wait, they did? <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, I think it was a soundtrack one, which yeah. is. I will bizarre. say, I, yeah. I just watched Parasite, and that was really Ooh, good. Parasite was really good. I, I thought it. it was very unique, and even though I was reading half of it, well, most of it. Um, <laughs> well, you, yeah, I mean, it's in Well, no, Korean. they speak English sometimes. Do they? Yeah, they say the word relax a lot. Um, some words that'll be in there. But it was very, a unique storyline that I've not, like, ever I, seen. That's why I won be- Best Picture. No, I understand now. Even though we got in a debate between that and 19... 19- 1917 was also really I I saw that one that was really really good yeah. I I haven't seen that I want to see Judy you should uh, you should see both of them I should yeah. um moving along March 20th this is uh, a a very uh, highlighted point in American history uh, in March 20th 1916 pygmy once featured as zoo exhibit commits suicide oh yes um, this is a little bit of a long one, but I, when I was reading it beforehand, it kind of blew my mind that this actually existed. Um, so, uh, despondent over not being able to return to his homeland, Otabenga, a pygmy from the Congo, committed suicide. Uh, Otabenga was a pygmy from the Congo who was featured as an anthropology exhibit 
in the 1904 Louisiana Purchase ex- uh, Exposition what? and then was an exhibit at the Bronx Zoo. Can you believe that? My God. Isn't that insane? Okay, so the way he was acquired was missionary and anthropo- uh, anthropologist Samuel Phillips Verner was searching for African people to be part of the exhibit at the, Louis- the Louisiana Purchase Exposition when he found Benga, who had been captured by slave traders. Uh, uh, he was then captured... Uh, Verner purchased Benga from the slave traders for a pound of salt and a bolt of cloth. What the hell? Yeah, he would... Uh, he, he would later claim that he'd rescued him from cannibals. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So he convinced him and a couple other Africans uh, uh, to go to the U.S. Uh, the exhibit was an immediate sensation. And after the exhibit, um, Werner Benga and the other Africans returned to the Congo. But Benga chose to come back to the U.S. with Werner. Uh, uh there he was hired by the Bronx Zoo to help maintain the animal habitats, and Benga sell, uh, spent a considerable amount of time inside the monkey cage and hung hammocks inside. It, eventually, the zoo began using him as an exhibit. What the Isn't hell? Isn't that a crazy story? Oh, that's... Oh. I know. This is depressing as fuck! It's 1916 for you. Yeah, for real. Aren't you glad they don't do this anymore? I hope they don't do this. No. Jesus. You always know how to find just the most. This one was real. This one was stories. worse than what I thought it would be. I didn't it, even. What did you think it would be? <laughs> I thought it would be, you know, like. You read the fucking headline, Sam. Well, I, I look. I saw it and I'm like, oh, this is an interesting one. Yeah, that's a word for it. <laughs> it's hard to respond to something like that, so that's why I'm like, ah. Uh, I can't do much anything without making jokes. You give me nothing to work with. <laughs> I, you make jokes here. You're an asshole. Exactly. This one, okay, look, in the in how many episodes that we've done, this is the first dud we've ever gotten. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are lighthearted 9-11 jokes. It's true. Right? It's sad to say 9-11 jokes because most people would probably not appreciate 9-11 jokes. Uh, Alrighty. Never forget. Uh, March 21st, moving along because we're still doing this. Uh, why do boxing rings have four ropes? Well, To get to the other side. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it's because Sugar Ramos knocked down defending world featherweight champion Dave Moore and Moore hit his head on the bottom of the ring. He got in a concussion and died four years, uh, four days later, and that's why the fourth rope was added to help catch fighters. See, I was imagining ropes being on three sides of the ring, and I was really confused for a moment. <laughs> why would they have one, one side of the ring just open? That's exactly what I was trying to figure out. I thought maybe it was like, this way the audience can see better, but it didn't make any sense. Mo- moving on, this, was, this is a good thing. Uh, March 22nd, 1972, U.S. Supreme Court rules Massachusetts law banning the possession of contraceptive devices by unmarried people is unconstitutional. Yay, win. You know, it's funny. I'm watching Mad Men now, and it's like 1960 in the point, and this girl did get some birth control, and she was unmarried. But he did get, like, stern her, like, if you use this, and, like, this doesn't mean you could be a floozy. I'm like, damn. (laughs) And she doesn't end up being a floozy. But she did. A little bit. So... 
Uh, March 23rd. And Friends is not here to slut shame. Uh, <laughs> no. And Friends, no. Friends is canceled after this show. Applaud. Mar- March 23rd, 1857, the first passenger elevator was invented. Oh. Yeah, the first commercial passenger elevator opened to the public. Uh, it was at the Crystal Palace. Was it made out of crystal? No, but it was in. It was at the New York Exposition. Well, then it's not as cool because it wasn't made out of crystal. It was a death-defying presentation, earning uh, earning him his first customer. Did he actually die, or uh, did anyone no, die? No, no, no. It was just like they were just surprised that the elevator actually worked. This wow. guy does a daredevil act, and people go, "Sign me up!" Yeah, <laughs> literally. It was bought by the uh, Hugwoat Department Store in New York City. That's what happens anytime you step in an elevator. That is where you're just like, sign me up for the chance to just plummet down. Ah, uh, safe enough. March 24th. <laughs> really? <laughs> March 24th, uh, a wonderful war hero was born, G.I. Joe. Wait, Ooh. he's real? I yes. thought it was just a G.I. Joe toy. Nope, the American carrier oh, pigeon shit. in 1943 during World War II was known as G.I. Joe and is credited for saving over 1,000 British troops. It was a fucking pigeon? Yep. U.S. air bombings a were scheduled. A hero pigeon, thank you. A yes. fucking pigeon. A war pigeon. hero pigeon. There are multiple a war pigeon. hero pigeons. I feel like my life is blasphemy. Why are we making a toy that is a man then and saying, this strong man is G.I. Joe? Make fucking pigeons then. Hey, I'm saying fuck way too much. Hey, I'm sorry. But but so listen, well. listen un- unable, uh, the, the U.S. were going to air bomb against a ger- German position, but the British had already captured it. But they were unable to get the message to the Americans to stop the bombing. So they sent G.I. Joe, who traveled 20 miles in 20 minutes, to stop See? the bombings. We need to make a G.I. Joe pigeon. Frick this frickin' frickin' male well, figure. There is um, a pigeon in the Smithsonian. Uh, it's been taxidermied from World War One, named Cherami, who did something similar. Yep. Because there was, like, I believe they were... I don't know why it would be in the Smithsonian if it was British, but I feel like they were. But they were stuck in this position, and their own their own army was shelling the area because they didn't know mm-hmm. they had it there. So they sent a pigeon and were like, please stop. We're at this position, and it got shot down. They went, hey, guys, seriously, stop. We're at this position. It got shot down. They sent a third pigeon with just a line like, stop shelling us. <laughs> and then Jeremy gets shot. Makes it anyway, bullet wound straight through her, um, leg like dangling off, there's missing wow. an eye, made it back with the message, saved the hundreds. Wow. Crazy story. Now that's And now carrier hero. pigeons are extinct. Now they just are sitting on Chicago streets with one leg. Those are just pigeon pigeons. Well, they could have been carrier pigeons. Mike Tyson has carrier pigeons. Or they Whoa. work for the bourgeoisie. Like Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh... I That's mean, if you had a shit ton of money, wouldn't you get carrier pigeons? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like, would. This, this is a thing. I mean, I'd rather have, like, anything but a pigeon that was a carrier pigeon, like a unique one. Well, just think, like, how fun it is when suddenly a bird arrives with a message for you, and you go, oh, I've never experienced hello. that. Yeah. Exactly. You haven't. <laughs> it's it's from your neighbor. They're like, turn down the music, but it gets to you, like, two days later. I got a pigeon once that said, stop grilling meat. <laughs> Hey, uh, if you're still listening, be sure be sure to tell your friends about And Friends, which is available online at RadioMisfits.com. Tommy, do you have a tangent? I do, actually. 
Alright, so you guys may remember the Thanksgiving special yeah. where I went in deep on a Worcester. Yeah. I don't know if I explained that sometimes I just knock Worcester back straight out of the bottle. Uh-huh. I, I can't stop. What? Uh, what? <laughs> every time I open the fridge, I see the Worcester in there, and I'm like, I could, you know that thing where like there's extra chocolate icing in the fridge, so every time you walk by, you just yeah, like you dip, dip a finger, finger in it. Yeah. It's that. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just tossing a little back every time, and I, I, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Just you, quickly, um, for Thanksgiving special, he basically made a sandwich with Worcestershire sauce on it. Just yeah, wanted it, to it was, clear that up. It was turkey, Worcestershire, and pepper. Not, not, it wasn't not turkey, turkey, it was, it was ham. A ham. With a raisin bread. No. Cinnamon, cinnamon raisin. Cinnamon no, no swirl. There's raisins in the cinnamon. No, no there there's cinnamon raisin and there's cinnamon swirl. I get uh, cinnamon swirl. Yeah, cinnamon swirl, ham, no raisins. Worcestershire, like raisins. and Kobe I Jack? Pepper Jack? Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack, yeah. Um, uh, have you been increasing the amount of what you drink every single time? Um, not intentionally, but recently I did roll it back and I just got like a mouthful. Oh, man. Just by mistake. This and just sounds upsetting. horrible. I mean, I'll put it in my Bloody Mary, but I won't just drink it straight. I feel like that's so much salt. You put in a Bloody Mary? Well, yeah. I didn't know that. You yeah. can, do yeah. You, did, I don't put much. Do you enjoy doing it, Tommy? I I don't know anymore. <laughs> I feel like I have to. Like you have to drink the worst of This is coming from a man who hates potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. I can't stand mashed potatoes. <laughs> the smell makes but, me vom. So, uh, have you ripped through, like, multiple containers of... Have you had to go out and buy more Worcestershire? No, not yet. Uh, because after Kimmy brought the, the premium shit mm-hmm. for, for the show, I went out and bought a bottle of that. And it was, <laughs> Isn't it good? It's better. So, what I've been doing is that goes on food, and the other one, that's just the drinking sauce. That's... I just, I just drink it. So, you have the... <laughs> Target Marketplace one as being the, yeah, like market you know, pantry. we'll just put this on food. The other one is your, I'm going to drink it because it's well, fancy. Well, no, the, the premium is the, that's what goes on food. Then why, what the heck? Why are you not drinking the other one? Because well, it's for food. Yeah, I mean, the premium stuff, that's that's what I use for, for when when something needs a little sauce, it gets the it gets the good stuff. Are you just trying not to waste the good stuff with your swigs? Pretty much. Uh, but eventually I'm going to run out of the normal and... You don't want to waste the good good. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, you know, I'm just gonna freak. I just imagined you like going into like a music festival or like somewhere that's really packed, and you have a flask, and you get up, you get up to the security like, what's inside this flask? It's like it's Worcestershire sauce. Oh God! They don't buy it. I'm like, you can have some. Yeah, <laughs> try it. Imagine passing that to someone in a crowd. They drink it and go, "What the fuck is that? <laughs> the good shit, you man!" You know what? They'll still probably think it's, it's alcohol because you know they're gonna either be too drunk at the time or just be like, "This is some funky tasting stuff, dude." I heard about someone did something, and I've had this idea for years. And I'm so mad they beat me to it. They just went to a music festival with normal store-bought brownies, sold them for twenty bucks. Wow. No weed in them, nothing in them, but they just said brownies, twenty bucks. Because who would sell brownies for twenty dollars if they weren't pop brownies? Oh no, but it's still it's a brownie, man. That's so brownies smart. Are good. It's a good brownie, but you're not but paying twenty dollars for a brownie. No, that's a steal, right? That's there. amazing. I give that props, and now I really want to do that. God. You just gotta People have the. Won't buy it you anymore. know, you know what you gotta do. You they just know. gotta have the scent like near it, like put. The stuff like some You're weed in the bag with it. You're at a music festival. It's everywhere. <laughs> well, some of them are not as much. I I'm just surprised they got the brownies much. in. 
That was my thing. Was I'm like, I've never been to a place that'll let me bring food. Yeah. How did you smuggle Come this on, in? Come on, guys. Smuggling's easy. Not Come a on. whole tray of brownies. There's ways. There's ways. They're not going to fit in me, I'll tell you that. Well, you know, you you need more body fat. <laughs> I heard about a guy once who, um, he, like a week before the festival, like before they started setting up or anything, he buried a bottle oh, of vodka, yeah. and oh. then he dug it back up on the campgrounds. I've That's heard people smart. do that a yeah. lot. But at the same time, you have to make sure you can't make it obvious because they now know that more and they'll go through. Some places mm-hmm. do go through to make sure like, hey, has this area been yeah. tampered with recently? That looks like it's been dug up. Some girls, and I think it's so interesting, put it, stuff in their hair. There you can easily hide it in like their nah. hair if it's so long. Um, this one girl, she had like a little bottle that was in there, you know. Um, and also, if you're camping, you just take an extra thing of bread, take out the bread centers and put the bottle in and oh. make it look the yeah. loaf look normal. Just don't let them weigh it. I mean, that's because uh, summer camp, that <laughs> whole camping one, I know that's how they would do stuff and how I had a lot of friends be like, yeah, we just snuck stuff in that way. Didn't something get real weird at summer camp this last year? I feel like something crazy happened. I don't remember. I don't know. You know, all this talk about drinks and food, it makes me want to do some taste testers, guys. Ooh, tasty. <laughs> This only, I really want to try this because I thought it was such a delicious snack. I can't say its name properly. It's like Sahel. Sahel? Tommy, I'm showing you because you are my man and you also. I don't know. It's got to be either Sahel or Sahali or something. I'll say, I'll I'll call it Sahali. It's a snack that is, um, they're natural pomegranate vanilla flavored cashews in them. It's like a mixed glaze. And the reason, this I thought when I first saw it was weird because... I don't think pomegranate would work out in this way. Well, pomegranate works with everything. I don't know. According to Google, it is pronounced Sahel. Sahel. Mm. Uh, so I said it right the first time. Yeah. Booyah! It's a, it's a kind of a, it is a gluten-free, so if you boys have a gluten allergies, you're safe. Ooh, great. And um, I really thought that Tommy would enjoy eating this, because Tommy has, you know, his issues. With food? Oh, this I, smells I, I so normally, good. I like a good cashew. I, I've, I've never really tried pomegranate. Uh, I go back and forth on vanilla, depending. So for the uh, for you at home, if you don't know, taste testers is where we uh, get some food or drinks and test them on the show. Tommy is now getting a couple cashews from Kimmy. Kimmy has not yet given me any cashews. I gave him too many, so I had to take some back because I know oh. Tommy would want to eat them all, maybe. How are they? Oh. Well, that's not bad. No? Not bad at all. Woo. Oh, I could just chew on these. That's a decent vanilla. Oh. Oh. I had to walk away from the mic, but I had the most shocked face by hearing Tommy say that they actually didn't taste bad. That he was like, wow, that tastes oh. good. If only you were on mic, we would have seen your face. Oh, that. That's actually pretty good. I don't know if I could eat a whole bag of these, but I could eat them like a little bit. It's a sweet little treat. Do you do you, I? do you enjoy the flavor of it? I do. I like the flavor of it. You know, it still has more nut than it has sweet. Nut. Yeah. It's a good it's it's a good cashew. And then the vanilla is a good compliment. And I'm assuming the pomegranate is. I don't really know what pomegranate tastes like. I don't even know what to look for. The pomegranate is very subtle. You know the little red flakes that are on here? Is that pomegranate? That's the pomegranate. Ooh. Yeah, there's little red flakes. It's like a little glaze on it. No pomegranate. I think this tastes really good, though. 
If you guys want more, I totally have more. But I think, you know what? I'm so amazed that we got an okay from Tommy yeah. on food. Good. Like Tommy likes his nuts. I do like my nuts. I know, I was going to say, it's like, I guess we just need to find the right thing, and that's nuts. I would eat those again, and they're salty enough. I'm, I'm surprised how salty they still are. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's like the right amount. They aren't too bad with things. They're gluten-free. They are dry-roasted nuts, no artificial flavor. They have, you know, only 11 grams of fat, 13 carbohydrates. There's 85 grams, milligrams of sodium. So what's the name of this brand again? It Sahale. is Sahale. Sahale. Sahale Snacks. Snack better. Sahale Snacks. And what's the, what's the flavor? It's vanilla pomegranate? It is pomegranate vanilla. Oh. It says, we grind the whole bean, creating a creamy vanilla flavor, and then pair it with a tart pomegranate flavored apples. Apples. Anyway. And whole dry roasted cashews in a distinctive flavor discovery that was meant to be beyond ordinary. It is mm. also f- pomegranate flavored apples. Yeah, maybe I would that's explain why I like it so much. I like apples. Yeah, it says pomegranate flavored dried apples. It's mm. apples, sugar, all natural flavor, acidic, um, fruit and veggie juice. So maybe what it is, it's like it's apple. It's like apple soaked in pomegranate or something. I guess it's like it's like being pickled, but like with pomegranate instead of vinegar. Mm. That's so weird. I mean, not in a bad way, but the apple got palmed. Oh, palmed. Well, you know, I think this is a win. I want a ding of like, yay! That's Ooh, uh, I can find a ding. Only because, you know, it's a good day. It's a great day. We can make Tommy like something. We didn't like the um, Twinkie. No. Yay! It's <laughs> like a win for it. All right, guys. I think that was wonderful. And I that, think it was, too. I think that's about a wrap-up for this episode. We end up on... I, oh. Go! We end up on... Oh, sorry. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, uh, listen, subscribe, and rate... Uh, uh, yeah. uh, listen, subscribe, and rate, and friends on opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to our producing engineers, Sam Greenberg. And executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is just hippo spelled backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And to our distributor Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. That's the show. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Beautiful, Tommy. I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. <laughs> can you see my doodle from where you no. are? You know who else would? Walter Jacobson would doodle. Yeah. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. <laughs> he, uh, so you've seen his doodle? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. Oh. Back to you with Howard Sudbury. And Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. Rock on TV.
now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications. From bandstand to gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Rick Kempfer, Adam... Okay, you've got Kempfer written down, but you don't have... <laughs> it's Howarth. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, because I, I was I was really glad that yeah, I would have said the same thing. Like, what? Howarth? I was going to say, like, Howarth? I don't know. It looks wrong. He spelled Howard wrong, so don't don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> it's Howard. This is the promo now instead. Just instead of the actual one. Yeah, I'm thinking about listening to Free Kicks. Nah, I should sound more sure about it. Be sure to tune in to Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Our podcast highlights the best soccer league in the world. The English Premier League. We recap the previous week's games. And preview the upcoming games. I do it from an American point of view. And I do it as an authentic Brit, accent and all. That's authentic, right, Governor? Not exactly how I say it. <laughs> we also talk about the local soccer scene because Adam is the Illinois Youth Director of Coaching. If you love soccer. Football. Football. Tune in to Free Kicks. New episodes drop weekly on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.